0: Well hello, Um, I'm glad you decided to listen to another episode, this time I talked with a great cosplayer who is actually one of the first friends I made in the community so it was just brilliant having him here for an episode. You can find him on Instagram at califrey__shieldscosplay, links are below as usual so I recommend to check that out while you're listening. That is obviously if you can. If you're listening while driving, please check those socials later. <laughs> but yeah, I believe that is enough for the intro for me. So let's dive into the episode and Alan Z Hello, you okay?
1: Yeah, it's good. Dark background.
0: Oh, nice. <laughs> good choice. as always. <laughs>
1: obviously, obviously got off a TARDIS, you know.
0: I mean, I wouldn't expect anything else. So.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, you know me, Oh, you know me too well. <laughs>
0: I mean, just her Instagram name says it all. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there you go.
0: Great. Um, how are you doing?
1: I'm good. I'm good. I'm just, you know, excited to be on here and, you know, be featured in my first ever podcast. So,
0: happy <laughs> very <days>. exciting. <laughs> well, it's great to have you here. Um Thank you. If you can just introduce yourself a little for for the beginning, just how long have you been cosplaying? How did you get into cosplay? <laughs>
1: Um, oh, so 2018 I started. It was um, with a great yeah, year. It's been a, it's been a while ago. Yeah, it's been a while ago actually. Yeah, so tw- so it'll be three years in March since I first started. So March 2018 was when I first um, started. So. Mm. It was really sort of just, you know, my desire to uh, make myself attempt doctor cosplay, which, which was a dream cosplay at the time. And then after that, I just decided to do, um, I said, you know what, might as well just branch out into in other fandoms, get some more costumes done. And the rest, they say, is history.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> have you got a favorite costume that you wear from all the ones you have?
1: Oh, yes. Because Um,
0: you have quite a a few. (laughs)
1: um, uh, Yeah, Nightwing, hands down, is my favourite out of all of them. No question about that whatsoever.
0: Is it because you made it was the most work you had done on it? Yeah, I did a
1: fair fair bit of work on it. Like, I painted the... um, the the arm armor which was from a biker jacket and I made the arm armor on the new version mm-hmm. chest armor sorry on the new version so it was, it was a very strenuous process when it came to um, making it but it was it was really good fun I enjoyed it you know it was a great but I had to do something like, like that again in the future
0: yeah so it's always fun when you envision it and then it comes close to what you actually wanted so yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, went through two um yeah yeah two iterations before i finally got it to how i want to see it look so it, 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 it's like I say that you know these things are constantly regenerating if we're talking doctor who terms so
0: yeah. so <laughs> yeah new content for them yeah
1: <laughs> exactly exactly
0: now when you also started cosplaying almost three years ago um you made a post with your future cosplays which Four of them are doctors, including <laughs> the current one, Jodie. Um, is she still a cosplayer?
1: Um, <laughs> I um, oh god, oh shit. Um, to be honest, I've seen so many brilliant thirteenth Doctor cosplayers. I can't honestly. They honestly, mm-hmm. they do a terrific job. So, and as much as I love seeing, you know, some of the boys join in and um, cosplay her Doctor, I think I might leave it to them. To be honest, you know. <laughs> pull- because, because there is no way I could do the thirteen Doctor uh, as brilliantly as some of the cosplayers I've seen do. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, from the cosplayers, it's all like the newer Doctors from <laughs> David Tennant and, and Peter Capaldi. You're planning of the any of the old ones, or um, is it not well... really your thing? Um,
1: I have actually been thinking about maybe doing Paul McGann's Doctor at some point, because I love him as the Doctor, because I remember watching the TV movie when I was 11, and mm-hmm. and I was so blown away by, by his performance in that, and then seeing him come back for the 50th anniversary seven years ago, honestly... It was such a nice surprise to see him come back for to, 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 to do the uh, regeneration, which is what everyone had wanted to see for a long time. So, so yeah, I think I would definitely do his night of Doctor Gear if I do ever do a, a a classic era Doctor. So, yeah, I think the Eighth Doctor is the only classic era one I would consider doing.
0: Have we got favourite one?
1: Of a doctor, yeah, yes, David Tennant, David hands Tennant. down. Good job. Yes, <laughs>
0: good. Yes, David,
1: <laughs> yeah, hands down. He, he's the, he is the best doctor. I'm um, sorry to all the Matt Smith and Peter Capaldi fans who think they're the best. Sorry, guys, mm. but no one can, no one can, can, can touch my man the way, the the way you know he performs it.
0: <laughs> I'm always so, worried to ask anyone this question because some people get very, almost aggressive that it's Matt Smith or Peter Capaldi. I'm like. Obviously you're wrong, so yeah, <laughs> let's not go there.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I feel, yeah.
0: Um, so did you grow up watching a Doctor Who then?
1: Yeah, so I remember when Doctor Who came back in 2005 when Russell T. Yeah. Davis revived r- r- the show. Obviously, came back 16 years after its cancellation in, in 1989, and then of course there was the Paul McGann TV movie in 1996, which um, f- which, which did well in the UK, but of course yeah. it um, didn't didn't do so well in, in the US in terms of um, ratings. So no series was led there. But yeah, yeah, I remember when Chris Eccleston did his first series. I really enjoyed it. I I was seven at the Time and I just remember being so amazed by the show, thinking, "Wow, what is this?" And then when David Tennant took over, that's when I probably got into to the show. Like it was his era that I think made me the fan I am now of that show. Mm. And then, I and mean, then, yeah, I, I was still watching it when when Matt Smith. And- Ago, but, and uh, Peter Capaldi came in and uh, I, I, I want, I'm still watching it now even then hmm so so yeah I've watched every series really since disarrival.
0: Fair, fair so do you, um, how do you feel about the current series because I to be fair I still haven't seen the new ones
1: I personally like Jodie Whittaker I think yeah. she's a really good a really a really good doctor um, but I think the writing is a bit on the shaky mm-hmm. side I mean I mean Chris Jibble's not a bad writer because I thoroughly enjoyed his uh, his his writing on Broadchurch, which was an ITV show done like seven years ago mm-hmm. so when it was announced that um he'd be taken over from Steve Moffat a few years ago, I was a bit skeptical because I was like, mm, is he really the right choice for showrunner I mean, series eleven wasn't bad. I mean, it doesn't deserve all all, all the hate it gets from, from from certain fans. I won't go there anyway, but um, but I think series twelve was was a massive improvement, definitely in terms of the writing and that. I and the eternal child r- r- reveal, I was shocked. I mean, I honestly did not see it coming. I was like, oh my god, this changed everything. Yeah. This actually changed changed the canon. I mean. I mean, I'm not going to judge it too soon because I want to, you know, wait and see how series 13 will, will handle it. So I'm not going to be, you, you, you know, sort of one of those people who, you know, judges it too quickly. So I'm just, I'm just going to wait and see what, what happens, really. And
0: yeah, it's fair. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just, I personally just, I still didn't get over the series with Capaldi, so I'm way too behind. <laughs> Have you got a favorite companion since you're talking about Doctor Who?
1: Favorite companion? Um, oh, it differs each time, really. It depends. See, I really like Rose. I, 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 I think she's a. I mean, she was a fantastic companion to, to, to both Eccleston and Tennant's Doctors when she did it. Um, yeah, Rose is definitely one one of my favourites in the era. Uh, Martha, I uh, quite liked. I think she was very severely underrated, and you know, deserved more appreciation.
0: Yeah, a lot of people hate her for. No reason, mm. I think, just
1: it's, exactly. Yeah. Uh, exactly. And Donna, I loved. Oh my god, the She's sass. my favorite Donna. <laughs> Donna's a, Donna's another one of my favorites. Honestly, she was so funny. Um. um and and then Amy and Rory, they're okay. They're not my favorites, but they were okay. Clara loved her. I think she really? was absolutely magnificent. <laughs> I mean, yeah, her story did go on a bit too long. I mean, I question Moffitt's decision to bring her back in Hellbent.
0: Yeah.
1: But other than that, she was good. And then Bill I quite liked. I think it was good to have sort of LGBT representation in the show. And then with the current companions, um, I like Graham I think he's quite funny he's a he's he's like he's like you know your typical granddad comedian in that sense Ryan Ryan is all right actually he, he's quite heroic in them certain episodes but I think Yaz needed some more development in certain areas because in series 11 she was severely underused but I think in series 12 Chibnall managed to give us some more screen time that she deserved in that series so so now I think it's between Rose and Clara for for my favorite companion.
0: It's a fair choice, yeah. <laughs> I was I was wondering if you're gonna get there as well because you just naming everyone. I was like, okay, we love everyone, but
1: <laughs> who yeah. is the
0: top? <laughs> um, so you have the Gallifrey thing in your Instagram name, obviously for Doctor mm. Who, and but it's a Gallifrey shield. So why yes. did you choose shield? Because I mean, I can see in a way why it's just whenever I open your Instagram. Feel like it's mainly DC having rather than Marvel.
1: Well, I chose Shield because, of, well, because obviously Shield is the big organisation Nick Fury runs in Marvel. So, I felt I felt for Shield sort of, you know, sounded very kind of, you know, very, very sort of out there. You know, something, suddenly, you know, grab your attention. I think well, okay, no, it does, I'll, I'll check yeah. him out. Hmm. no. Now, now, my profile's become really sort of superhero-oriented in, in recent months. I, I think sort of um, after Series 12 of um, Doctor Who concluded early this year, and then since, actually, I think really since Christmas, New Year, di- this year, I think just the way they've uh, they, they the reacted to Jodie Whittaker's Doctor Who and the way they've and sort of negativity surrounding him, I personally didn't like how how sort of toxic the fandom was uh, was becoming. So, so I mean, I I have sort of been keeping my distance from from the fandom in recent months. I just focusing on my other fandoms because I didn't want to be you know that that person who he was made known for one fandom. I wanted to be, I aim to be sort of you know a, a multi a multi fandom sort of genre kind of guy. If that makes sense.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Hmm. you're also working on your Mandalorian at the moment how's that going uh
1: yes so um so yes Mandalorian I mean I mean for those of my followers who know me well enough will know how much I love the um tv series that that came out earlier this year on Disney Mm. plus and it was definitely a series that um got got me through lockdown at least whilst, whilst I was at home chilling um but yeah no it's going good um I've I've got a friend who's commissioning the armor for me, so he's currently so he's currently making the armor armor for me at the moment, and then he'll be he'll be sending me some some of the parts soon over over the course of a few months whilst getting the bits ready. So. So yeah, he's going well so far. Once I guess um once I once I get the armor as I say, I'll uh, post some updates for you all just to show us going. So really he's so really whilst I'm sort of um work, working on him I'm waiting for the bits to arrive, I am I am of course working on my other twenty twenty one cost plans as as I speak.
0: Yeah, what's your what's your other cost plans?
1: So for next year, um, because obviously hopefully next year cons will be able to return if the COVID situation is any better. But assuming they better, I'm my plans are Mandalorian obviously is my big one for next year uh, The Flash Grant Gustin's version from the CW series because I love the D the TV series I'm a massive fan and I just love Grant Gustin as an actor and I think he and literally he was born to play Barry Allen so he's a he, he's a, his character I have always wanted to cosplay and with season seven coming out in January ne- next year from his uh, delayed October slot because of Covid I think it will be a good time to sort of you know finally cosplay The Flash to Martha New season coming out um, and I'm doing some more Star Wars content next year so Han Solo from the Solo version is not is another one I've got planned because okay. I think the guy who played Han Solo in the um, in the spin-off film did a really good job of um, filling in Harrison Ford's shoes in that one okay. uh, Ant-Man is also another one I'm doing because I mean come on who doesn't love Paul Rudd he's just one of the coolest guys out there <laughs> and i and after seeing the first two Ant-Man movies, and of course, his appearance in Endgame, okay. I was I was like, yep, I want to cosplay him. <laughs> and then another big project to round it off, um, Batman.
0: Oh, okay. Another big one?
1: Yes, yeah, so it'll be Robert Pattinson's um, new Batman coming out in the film in 2022. Because mm. honestly, after seeing the trailer for it at the DC Phantom event, I've watched oh, that yeah. trailer... I can't remember how many, how many times I watched it, but in my head I was thinking, yep, I wanna cosplay Bat Batterson as then nicknaming him. So yeah, he's one of my plans, one of my next big projects I'll be doing for when the film comes out in um two years.
0: Yeah. I wasn't personally too excited when I when they announced that he's gonna play Batman. Yeah. But then I saw the trailer and I was like okay. <laughs> this is this should be good. It's gonna be alright. Hmm. <laughs> Have you got um any character you would love to cosplay, but just would feel you just feel like it may be too hard to create a costume, or maybe just Ooh. in a far, far, far away future.
1: Oh, this is an interesting question. I don't think I've had this one as of yet. Um, I think Green Arrow is definitely one I really want to do because obviously Stephen Amell played the played the character so well in Arrow, and, and obviously with the show ending ending early this year he has maybe one to cosplay Green Arrow at some point, but I don't think he'll he'll have him for a long time yet. I think maybe maybe in the next couple of years or so. I, I guess just see what happens really with my other projects, my future endeavours. But 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 besides from him, um, <laughs> there's lots I can choose. from honestly, it's a lottery. <laughs> there there are literally two men last year. Yeah, I've got so many. I, I, I want to get through. It's just like where to start, you know. Yeah.
0: It's definitely, yeah. <laughs> so, what is it that, what is it that makes you love cosplay? Is it just the dressing up or going to conventions, the community on the social media?
1: I think it's a mixture of um, many factors. Like, like I should say, the community, of course. I mean, yeah. I know some people say the cosplay community. <laughs> Can be toxic and you know can be this and that but yeah. to be honest with you i think you see it in a positive light and you sort of you know do your part you know spread positivity as much as you can it could be a really fun cool place to be a part of like 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 i love it you know because some because because i had met some of my best friends through it and i think it's a great place to be a part of i think it definitely you know when you when you post your new your, your content and you get like you know a really a really a, a really huge liking for it. Um, mm-hmm. Not, not, not like how I like[s] or anything or or, or that. It, 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 it makes you. satisfy, you know. It makes you think. Yeah, that's not too bad. I can definitely you know keep keep, keep, keep a little content to standard. And uh, just makes you happy. You know, just you know feel feel good inside that you know people like what you do. And, def- and definitely, just, and definitely also another factor is I think you know taking on different characters. You know, being able to embrace their personality traits that's one cool thing I think that makes cosplay really fun as it is, you know, it's just so cool. Like wait, like it doesn't matter if you're the doctor or Captain America or Green Lantern or, you know, Harry Potter, whatever you literally feel as though you're that character in that film or TV series or whatever it is you're doing. So definitely, I think, I think those are the two main factors why I enjoy cosplaying and, and just the environment at con, you know, when you're at cons and you, you know, m- meet fellow like like-minded cosplayers, you know, it-, it makes you feel so good. It makes you feel, you know, really, re- really a-, a part of the community in ways you perhaps wouldn't have, wouldn't have expected before you did cosplaying. So, so no, yeah, there there are, there are there are lots of reasons why I love cosplaying, but I think those three just sort of stand out to me in that sense. Yeah.
0: I'm talking about conventions. <laughs> This year we obviously couldn't really attend many for oh god yeah for the reasons <laughs> but uh there were well there were of, there were a few online ones did you did you take part in the any of the online ones uh
1: see i couldn't because i work at weekends because obviously yeah. as i'm as i'm still a student so so whenever they're on i always at work i was like damn it elliot yeah so so i I would like to try and do at least a couple of online conventions between now and whenever cons can return. Yeah, that'll be ten years time. (laughs) Hopefully not. (laughs) Do jokingly, but um, but yeah, well, I do. I mean, I I mean, I did sort of catch up with the DC fandom event whilst whilst I whilst I was on my breaks at work. I was constantly checking my phone on my lunch breaks, thinking, "Oh, what's going on? What's going on?" And after work I got up I go back stayed up to still late just to see the uh, the new announcements so so yeah I think I will do some online cons if of course if it it's into my schedule so yeah I, I don't see why not
0: So what was your first convention like? did you did you go dressed up as well in a cosplay or did you just go there just to see how it is?
1: So when I first started attending conventions, this was about a year and a half b- b- before I became a cosplayer, before I made my Instagram. So my first convention was in August 2016. So I just left school at this at this point, and I was on I was on my summer break. So I remember mom, now my best friend is really into gaming, and um, and I went around to his. Well, one weekend whilst we're whilst we're off the summer and this was about I think back holiday August this was mm-hmm. so he so he took me to the Insomnia Game Festival at, at the AC, which is held every summer and it's like one of the biggest gaming festivals in the UK I mean for those of you who, who are gaming fans for those of my followers who love gaming will know what, what I'm all about but but to, yeah I went dressed as my OG doctor and, and my best friend went to Alex Mercer from the game Prototype. And it was really good fun, I enjoyed it because I yeah. hadn't been to a convention until then. And then two months later, I went to MCM London. At Excel for, 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 for the day against my OG doctor, and that was really good fun. I enjoyed it because at this point I didn't know about the cosplay community or all or, 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 or that stuff until much later on. So, so really, throughout 2016 and 2017, I attended conventions whenever I could, whenever I I, I had the money to afford it. And then really, it wasn't until 2018 when after attending a fair few conventions, I thought to myself, you know what, Elliot, you might as well just make the jump and start cosplaying. So once I started going to conventions as a cosplayer in the community, that's when it became sort of more fun for me because you know, you were able to you know, meet other people, you knew for the community and then sort of be, be, be able to do it f- in that. So that's really, so, so really in the four years I've been doing conventions, I think sort of after I became, after I became a cosplayer and made my Instagram, um, I think that's when it sort of became more fun. It's sort of, you know, able to join in, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah. Um, were you nervous at all when you were going for your first convention in a cosplay? Maybe it's, Know, i get very anxious about stuff like that, that someone's going to say something so
1: um well the first well the first few conventions i wasn't really nervous i wasn't that i wasn't too nervous to to, to a degree because i was just cash in a in, in a casual cosplay so it wasn't really kind of no wrecking t- as much as it was when i started cosplaying properly i started going to conventions in in costumes. So once I once I started cosplaying properly and start going to conventions with costumes, yeah, I did feel a bit nervous, but I just went in there, had fun, and had a lot of people As has people ask me for photos in my costumes. So yeah, I think really when, when once sort of, you know the fans ask you for, for photos in your costume I think it sort of takes those nerves away and sort of makes you feel like reassured that, you know, they like what you do. Which is always a nice feeling in that sense.
0: Makes you feel like a little celebrity there. (laughs) In a way, yeah. I
1: mean, I mean, in a way. Being a cosplayer, it's kind of like being an actor, like I know obviously when we're not actors or celebrities or anything, we're just normal people, you know, crafting stuff, but it does kind of, in a way, feel as though you're an actor to a certain degree, I don't know if that makes sense, but that's how I see it anyway.
0: Did you ever have people taking pictures of you without asking you on the convention?
1: Uh, Thankfully, not no. yet, no. There is still time, but thankfully no, and hopefully it'll stay that way. <laughs>
0: <laughs> do you pref- have you got any preference between uh, smaller and bigger cons as well, or do you just attend the big ones? Um, well,
1: um, well, so far I've only really done the uh, conventions at London and Birmingham. <laughs> I, I haven't really done a small con as of yet, but if but, but if there was really a small con in my local area that looked good, then I would definitely consider going. I mean, to be honest, size doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter if you know if it's like Excel or Olympia or NEC or or even just or even Coventry Con for that matter. I think what well, I think What matters is that you you go there, have fun, and just enjoy it. You know, yeah. I mean the big. I, I mean the big cons are so good fun to do. So, so yeah, I've mainly done big cons so far, but I, I think once conventions start up again, hopefully next year, fingers crossed. Um, I would definitely consider doing some more local, smaller cons near to my area if I if the opportunity comes up.
0: No, I know what you like to do. Just remember the good parts from the Comic Cons, but do you have anything that you dislike about going to conventions? Or you've got some bad experience? Um,
1: Well, this this is going to sound strange, but thankfully I've had no bad experiences whatsoever. No, Literally every time I've been, (laughs) it's just been a really warm atmosphere to to be a part of. So no, there's nothing bad about it, in all fairness.
0: On the opposite spectrum, have you got a favourite memory?
1: A favourite memory. Ooh, now this is... Oh, God, this is so hard to choose. Dude, there have been so many good good (laughs) memories I've had in the last couple of years, but... I think there's one memory that I think really stands out in particular was, was at LSCC Olympia last, in July last year when mm-hmm. I assembled a, a DC group with some friends. You may have seen on my, um, on my post that, um, I was a part of the DC group, which I, which I, which I put together. So, so it was a mixture of Justly members, Titans members, Suicide Squad, villains. It was, okay. it was really, it, it was really cool. I mean, yeah, even though there was more girls than boys because we were meant to have like Batman and Superman and Green Arrow and others, others like that. But they all dropped out near to the event, so it was only me and a Shazam in the group, and the rest were were, were female characters like Starfire, Raven, Wonder Woman, Supergirl. Well, then, but i to tell you, I'm all for a bit of girl power, so <laughs> go girls! But yeah, no, the end. That was good. I really enjoyed it. I, I think that's definitely one of my favourite memories of of a con for sure doing like group cosplays and now
0: <laughs> talking about girl power it just reminded me have you seen the second season of the boys
1: oh see now I've just started watching the oh, boys just started... I've watched the pilot episode got to be quiet then <laughs> yeah don't spoil it I've, I've watched the pilot episode on, on Amazon Prime so I'm still working my way a, a, across season one so I'll never mm-hmm. get to season two at um, at some point but I'm enjoying it so far it's very it's very different but quite yeah. confusing in terms of the plots, but I'll try and figure it out in good time. Yeah, it's
0: just at the beginning; it's a bit confusing, but it gets it gets really good, especially in the second season. So,
1: well, i will sure I'm going to watch say.
0: it.
1: <laughs> well, I'll will t- take your word for it then. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, on your Instagram, you also started your little Gallifrey Shield show, um, uh, which is yes. like a little Instagram show. It's basically a podcast, even though you're not calling mm. it podcast, but it's basically one video video. <laughs> um, was it was it this year you started it right? Or did I?
1: Uh, uh, yes, it, yeah. it it was um, surely after the lockdown I started mm-hmm. then.
0: So why did you why did you decided to start the show?
1: Um, so I had planned plan on doing it long before COVID was even the thing. So it, it was sort of around n- November, d- December last year, I was sort of mm-hmm. talking about doing it because after having a having a first having a um, rather successful first con season. I was thinking to myself, well, you know what, I wouldn't mind doing something like, you know, a podcast or a live stream series because I'd seen, you know, the Sudup Show, for instance, and your podcast doing, <laughs> do, do, doing do this sort of thing. I just felt inspired in a way to sort of sort of try something, try something for myself. But then once lockdown happened, and and um, and obviously I left college early. Due to uh, due to COVID, so I was I was just trying to find something to do, you know, just sort of strike a tr- tr- balance between, you know, my f- f- finishing my is studies, ready for uni, and and at work and just chilling, really. So, so, so I thought, you know what, if you want to do, if you want to do something good for the, for the community and get people talking, you know, about the fandoms we love, then why I'll we'll do a show that, you know, allows people to you know talk about. That sort of yeah. thing. So once, I, so once I started doing it, I started getting guests coming on frequently. Which is I just I just got into the swing of things really and and yeah I think it's good because I think it, because, because because I think obviously mental health can be a, a sort of rather sensitive but you know important yeah. issue that needs to be discussed and I was very concerned that some um, some cosplayers in the, in the community might feel might feel a bit lonely or a bit isolated during lockdown because obviously you couldn't see any friends or family during that period so. That was never reason why, why I was doing it because I wanted to help them, you know, so sort of make them feel so you know they were they were not alone and and they have someone to talk to. So in, in, the, in the past seven months I've been doing this, it's been really good fun to do. Like like I've had such a blast hosting hosting the many talented and, and awesome cosplayers I have, regardless of their of their following or their content. I think it's just fun to, you know, sort, sort of having a different mixture of um, cosplayers on there and, you know, to, to discuss their work and discuss all the latest fandom gossip coming out in the news, whatever. So, so yeah, I think it was sort of a combination of lockdown and sort of wanting to help people's mental health. Mm-hmm. But, sort of, but sort of inspired me to want to do the Galifacio show in the first place. And, of course, obviously, I was inspired heavily by the suit show and your podcast, as I just mentioned. So... So, yeah, it was a it was a really a mixture of those factors, really, that made me want to do it in the first place.
0: You're doing a great job there. So
1: thank you. And
0: I'm sure it's going to go well. Um, have you got any plans with it for the future? Like change <laughs> um, anything some... or you're going to keep it on Instagram or swap uh... to a different platform? Um,
1: so I think the plan is to keep it on Instagram live stream for the foreseeable Mm -hmm. future. And I plan to invite guests I've had on during lockdown back for like second rounds and beyond in the future. And I do, I do kind of want to do some like special edition, uh, uh, edition shows going forward. Like maybe do like a DC centric show or Dr. Who centric show, maybe like, because, because obviously with DC fandom having just happened in August, I think it just proves that, you know, it's cool to have, you know, a live stream show primarily focusing on one subject. So I think I would, that's something I would definitely want to do in the future. So, yeah, really, I think the plan is to keep it on my Instagram for now. And I might maybe do, do maybe switch to like YouTube, maybe, or another yeah. platform in the future. I guess we'll see how it goes because 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 literally there are a lot of cosplayers out there that I'm yet to have on my show that, that I want to try and get on. So we'll see really how it goes. But uh, yeah, I think for now I'm just happy doing doing what I'm doing, and I and I do want to try and get some more shows in in sort of sort of in, in between my studying for uni and um and my uh, and my other endeavours and that. So yeah, time will tell. It always does
0: true true um have you good um was any of the guests that you had there could you choose one of them as your favorite one it was just the most fun most interesting
1: Ooh. i'm sure no one's
0: gonna get angry
1: you, you can't make me pick this one <laughs> I loved having everyone on there. I think all my guests were good, but I think there was, um, I, I think there's a few guests I could name that I had really good fun with. Um, Nona cosplay. I had really good fun having her on because um, because we've been really good friends for a for a few months now, and and I invited her on to my show when we, when we when we when we first became friends. So um, so it was a good way of sort of you know promoting her new Insta account as it was back then but she's doing well now she's hitting nearly 500 followers and she's completed her first Mandalorian cosplay build so for those of you listening if you're not following Nona then you need to go follow her (laughs) as she is insanely talented and then there's some other people I've found Uh, oh yes it was it was really good fun having like Multiverse Geek and Kemble cosplay on as one of my first duo guests on there. But because obviously John is so knowledgeable about you know DC and Batman all that, I, it was just so interesting to sort of hear hear his sort of perspective on the upcoming DC and, and Marvel shows and, and films on there. And again, if not following mean John and John and Natalie, then you really should. They are they are one of the best cosplay couples in the community and oh, who else um, too many to mention honestly.
0: well you, got, yeah, I... you had quite a lot of guests so it's obviously hard to choose one
1: <laughs> so far yeah hopefully yeah. more in the future
0: um, I've got only two last questions for you then go on then uh, this one is I'm asking everyone if you could choose a word for universe to live in which one would it be and why
1: Oh my God! Ooh, which one would I live in? The universe. You see, there's a lot of universes out there. It's very true. It's, hard, it, it's hard. It's hard to pick which one. To be honest, I would love to live in the Marvel universe purely because it has so many cool superheroes and villains in there. And if I could be any character in the universe, I would be Captain America for sure because obviously he's my favorite Marvel character and. And and I think after seeing his um, ending in Endgame, getting this happy ending with with Peggy, I would just love to you know take over the mantle and fill into his fill in the shoes and you know sort of take on Hydra and and continue the fight fight against them. See, I mean the Marvel Universe is definitely one of those u- universes I would definitely love to live in if I ever got the chance.
0: Great, um, great. Well, thank you for coming today. And if you can just tell us where our listeners can find you on social media and everywhere so yes, they can of give course. you that follow and all those likes
1: <laughs> yes of course well thank you for having me Tess. it's absolutely great to be on um yeah so if any of you guys want to follow me um i am for shield cosplays on facebook instagram and youtube i might expand on some more so- social platforms in the future but but uh, yeah i hope you'll enjoy my content as it keeps on coming i've got some exciting plans coming up for next year and beyond so we'll just see i guess really but until then Alonzi is all I have to say.
0: Z, <laughs> oh, Thank you very much.
1: All right, Tess. Thank you very much for having me
0: on. Wow, you made it at the end. Thank you. <laughs> no, really. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. And hopefully it brought a smile to your face, made the day in the pandemic slightly better. As I mentioned, links to Elliot's and my social media are in the description, so check those out. Um, I have a few interviews planned so I'm just trying to work it out time-wise at the moment but if there is someone you would like to listen to you would like me to interview on the episode drop me a message or if you just want to chat give me feedback anything I'd love to hear from you so thank you Elliot for joining me thank you listeners for listening and let's all be geeking